there, Internet. I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And this is the Gem Jam, where we're doing episode by episode recap of the 1980s cartoon Gem and the Holograms, because both it and the comic are truly infinite. Except this is Gem and the the Misfits. Gem and the Holograms, colon, the Misfits, colon, infinite, issue number one. Neogenic Nightmare, part X, I, I... A.K.A. Gem Infinite Part 2. A.K.A. The Cross-Time Caper. With our son, Techrat. Yep, there it is. Sorry, I had a taco in my mouth. So this is our Part 2 of The Cross-Time Caper. This This picks up almost immediately where we left off in the last issue. This one, since it's a Misfits book, we have Jen St. Ange on art for this one. And we actually have Roboto is working over on this book right now for colors and lyrics and everything. Yay! So we get more gorgeous, gorgeous things from our favorite people and other gorgeous things from our other favorite people on the other. I, I love everybody. And thank God that our first look at alternate gem world is with Roboto's colors. Oh man, you're so right. No shade on the other colorist, but Roboto's colors are really gem. Well, and they are, they are so important to the book and the way everything flows together. Like, Roboto's been on this as long as Kelly has. So, who wants to catch us up on last time? Uh, last time there was some arguing with, uh, Jim and the holograms and uh, Pizzazz and the misfits and they were arguing about stuff and then they left and then suddenly Techrat showed up and was like, Jim, I need you to follow me to this other world so you can save it because it is currently dying. And Jim was like, uh, yeah, I don't believe you. And he's like, uh, how about if I tell you that you're Jerrica? And she was like, oh my god, I do believe you. And then they uh, went and he opened up a time portal and they leapt through it and then right as they leapt through it, all of a sudden the misfits stormed in and they were like, what in the heck, Techrat? And he's like, um, hey guys, I gotta go and they're like, no, you don't. And that's where we ended. This is this is happening. Techrat did, by the way, also invoke the name of Cave Starlight before he left. Oh, yeah. Cave Starlight's here. Sort of. We're supposedly going to meet him at some point. So Techrat is standing in front of a giant magical girl dimensional portal that he made with his magical girl wand. He's explained everything to Pizzazz, whose first freaking line is, of course I don't believe you. Everything you just said is out of some sci-fi novel. Pizzazz as you are literally standing in front of a giant glittering pink portal. Stormer, however, is like, my girlfriend's in there. My girlfriend's in there. My girlfriend is in there. We're going. And uh, all the other misfits are like, what? And Pizzazz utters the most Pizzazz line in this entire issue, which is, no misfit is afraid of something that Gem and the holograms can do. That's right. She triple dog dared them. Her skull earrings are so huge. Their costumes are real good. And then we switch over to Clash, who has finally arrived with the coffees. Because this is Clash's life. Clash doesn't get to go on the adventure. Because Clash is not a misfit. Can we also appreciate Clash's misfits fanny pack? Well, I mean, is she gonna fit her phone in those, like, tight, tight, tight black pants? She's a practical person. Therefore, fanny pack. Exactly. Anyway, she sees Techrat disappearing through the giant pink glittery portal. And then we switch to everybody else in the gigantic portal, which I have to admit that it doesn't seem like they're going through quite as gracefully as Gem and the Holograms did, uh, which is great because they're the misfits. So, of course, they bicker the whole time and scream. And then they all crash down and Techrat is now wearing giant hologram earrings and has pink on him. 
Techrat has landed last, by the way, so I love that, like, by the time they pull themselves up, he's already posing. This also implies here, and as we'll see later, this is like a hologram outfit on Techrat, so he's wearing that, like, comfy old sweater and jeans under this the whole time. So Techrat urges them to get moving and uh, puts up a disguise as they walk along. Techrat's like, look, just try not to be tourists, please. You're gonna embarrass me. And Pizzazz says, please, I've seen a freaking alley before, Techrat. It's admittedly a very clean alley, but it's still just an alley? And we basically look out onto a fey kingdom made of holograms. I really appreciate the uh, Jericho and Rio cosplayers like dead center there. Yeah, for real. And of course, because this is a crossover book and this is a nightmare for any artist, we have to have every single character reacting. There's five people in each band. This is ten different character reactions in one panel. Thank god it's a splash page. So Techrat has basically put up a hologram screen to hide them, but he's like, this is not going to last long. We need to get to my auxiliary lab. Mini Technodrome. Looks like a utopia to me, says Kimber, and Pizzazz goes, only if you like Easter colors and Jim and the holograms music. Barf. Oh, thank you, Pizzazz. I love you, Pizzazz. And Shana points out that there is something slightly different about this, and it's in the lyrics. So this is more, more, more. So this is like their main breakout song. This is the one that they originally performed that got them the music video and the contest and everything. The original lyrics that these are referencing is, You're on a ledge, but you've got the edge. You're gonna soar, but girl, you gotta do more, 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 more. And these new ones uh, that we have on our new universe, you're living on the ledge, nothing but edge. All you do is soar and you want more, 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 more. So it's less aspirational and more congratulatory. Yeah. It's a little more vicious too, like a little more aggressive is probably a better way to put it. I'm interested in seeing how this plays out later because we're going to have to actually meet these alternate universe holograms eventually. These dark holograms. Jerica says, I gotta be honest, tech rat, so far I don't understand what the danger is here. This doesn't really look like a world that needs saving. As they wander into tech rat's auxiliary lab and he decloaks out of his like gemstone epaules. And Techrat points out that it's actually kind of a one percenter thing. We have a situation where only the very rare and the very privileged get cool holograms. Everybody else kind of lives in, you know, beyond the wall. That sounds ominous. Every dystopian sci-fi needs a huge frickin' wall. I also really love that as we're all wandering into Techrat's auxiliary lab and everybody's just sort of wandering around, Aja is the one who is staring daggers over at Roxy and Jetta to make sure they don't do anything. I'm surprised Techrat didn't open with don't touch anything. And that's about when Pizzazz realizes something. And she goes, what happened to Jim? Where is she? I don't see her. I literally cannot believe I'm the only one bringing this up. And suddenly they all look at Jerrica and Jerrica goes, I have, I have no idea. I think we have to tell them. And then we have the second thing that you never, ever, ever did in the cartoons. Jerrica tells the misfits who she is. As opposed to telling her that Jem was a boy scout, girl scout, something. Jerrica was the girl scout. Jem is just sort of... She had to use the bathroom. She's missing. She is just straight up missing. She's dead. Jem is dead. Uh, she died in the portal. Gone forever. We got over it fast. She ran away with Riot. Oh, that's where he is. We have a delightful little beat of shock 
And then they all just start laughing. This is the best possible response to this reveal. It's not that funny. Show them, Jer. Showtime synergy. Oh my God, she's gone. Right. Because we have not actually noticed that Jem jumped through the portal, but Jerrick is the one that's come out the other side. Synergy isn't powerful enough to follow you here. Of course she's not. You didn't bring the computer with you. So Pizazz is like, convenient. <laughs> this is like bringing the mouse along without bringing around the rest of the computer. And you're being like, I don't understand. Why am I not logging on? I'm clicking the key. Pizazz points out how convenient this is, but my favorite part is, uh, Jerrick is like, you went through a crazy portal to get to an alternate earth where Jim and the holograms are basically gods. And the idea that I'm Jim is a bridge too far. And Pizazz just replies, uh, yes. I love pizzazz. Oh my god, like this expression in this um yes panel that St. Ange drew is incredible. And we are going to touch upon something that we haven't in a really long time here. Because Kimber leans over and says that Jerrica, if you want to prove that you're Gem, just sing. You can do it. And Jerrica flinches because she is still having that trouble being Jerrica in front of other people. And then she gives it a shot. Wait, these are the original lyrics to More, More, More. Yeah, we have a direct contrast to the original lyrics to More, More, More. And I really, really, really love this page because the way it is played out is that we have Jerrica, we have her expression changing a little at a time as she starts singing this as like her body language is really tense and closed up. She's gripping her arms to her sides and suddenly starts singing. And you can almost hear her voice start opening up. And as she actually does well, she even closes her eyes at the end to just sort of revel in the song and it's really really a great visual representation of this 30 seconds later holy crap jerica fitness gym i can't take more shocks like this i feel like my eyes are gonna fall out of my head or or my lower jaw is gonna detach definitely one of those two things and 20 minutes after that they're still recovering they're actually finding this harder to deal with then falling through a portal to an alternate Earth. So Pizzazz is like, hey, liar, how's it feel to lie all the time? Pizzazz recovers gracefully as ever. Wasn't well, this world revealed and they felt, and then it fell into the wrong hands and is now being abused by some company? Yes, it is a quote now. The wrong hands. Jim Corp. I love this comic. Jenna goes, of course it's called that. A bloody course. It's called Gem Corp. Not even like Starlight Empire. And so Pizzazz is like, so what's going on here is their fault. And TechRat's like, that's kind of limited. But you don't hear him saying no. The look on his face is amazing. And he's still holding that like little box of earrings. Yeah, because it turns out that he has Gemstar earrings for everyone. Is this the first time we've actually heard them called Gemstar earrings? Yes. Excellent. So that's definitely Gemstar, trademark, trademark, trademark of Gem Corp. So Rhea asks Techrat how he has all these lying around, and Techrat just notes that he helped build them, so he gets a bunch of prototypes. He has a flip phone. He absolutely has a freaking flip phone. Techrat has a flip phone! He apparently worked with Cave Starlight to make all the hologram stuff, which must be how he referenced knowing Cave Starlight to begin with, of course. And he's also said that he's programmed all these Gemstar TM earrings to have little hologram disguises for everybody. And Pizzazz is like, I'm not wearing a dumb gem earring. The Stormer tells her just put it on. And then we get to see everyone's gem disguises. 
Oh my god, this absolutely deserves the two-page splash it gets. This is like cyberpunk pre-revolutionary France? There's giant hair for everyone. There's like hair things that are made out of like vector graphic holograms. The girlfriends recognize that they both look super cute. Jerrica actually gets like little hologram glasses. I freaking love it. And Tegret's like, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, whatever. Let's go see Cave Starlight. Um, no, says Pizzazz. Of course. Who then states, I didn't come here to visit with your alternate reality dad. Tegret has a hang in there poster. I just noticed it. Oh my God. Tech rap, baby. I think alternate reality dad should be the name of a band in the gem universe. And now opening for the Limp Lizards, it's alternate reality dad. It's like a techno ska band. Oh, I would listen to that though. And Pizzez basically turns on Techrat and advances on him and being like, where are the misfits? And well, if if they still exist. If they still exist? Uh, yeah, if if they still exist, they're over on the other side of the wall. And then he expands on, if you live on the other side of the wall, it probably sucks there. I like the, like, late stage capitalism conclusion that if you can't afford to be pretty and hologrammed up, you literally have to live on the other side of a wall. And Tegrat states that his whole point in bringing them here was that he's basically a rebel. He wants to give holograms to everyone, which I'm not really sure why everyone needs holograms, but... Isn't the solution nobody has holograms? And Pizzazz is like, so where's the wall? And we see the wall. Well, I mean, at least this wall doesn't have any giant skinless men peeping over the top. How's it going, 2015? The most topical of humor here on the Gem Jam, a podcast about a 30-year-old cartoon. Techrat's like, yeah, fine, I guess I can take you over the wall if you insist, and it kind of sucks over there. And it turns out Techrat actually, um, he had one of those, like, cartoon villain changes of heart, or no, cartoon princess of an evil empire changes of heart. Techrat's the princess in this equation. He just saw like for a second how much it sucked for everyone outside the wall and he's like, no, we need to change things. I have to sing an I want song about this. This would be the best Disney movie of all time though. It actually would be pretty rad. So while the girlfriends pout about like not getting to hang out together in cool hologram outfits in a horrible alternate reality, Pizzazz just sort of drags everybody out the door being like, fine, we're gonna go find the misfits. We've got our own bloody mission so that the artists of these comics don't try to murder Kelly Thompson. I really like that in their decision to leave, we have Stormer and Blaze, the two reasonable characters. Stormer, and I'll go to make sure none of you die. Then uh, uh, if Stormer's going to protect us, then I'm in too. Very funny. I'm totally not joking. Poor Blaze. She didn't sign up for any of this either. She just wanted to sing. She doesn't even get to do that much. She has a whole other band she needs to be worrying about right now. Are there alternate reality versions of her band? After Infinite, can we go to the universe where the limp lizards rule the world? Oh, please? Anyway, the misfits pose in an elevator and get ready to go up and over the wall. And also Stormer and Kimber kiss and they are the cutest. They are the cutest. And they reassure each other that they'll be back soon. They all have comm links though, so they can keep in touch with Tech Rat. And Kimber goes, ugh, she's the worst of Pizzazz. And Pizzazz goes, I heard that. I love that the door of the elevator has a gem star on it. Of 
freaking course it does. This dystopian society is really committed to the aesthetic. I also love that Techrat definitely sold a ride in the elevator just for some contraband tech. So they get to the top of the... It says top floor, but it's the top of the wall. And we have everybody reacting individually to how terrible it is on the other side of the wall. And we have like actual hologram scream skulls from Pizzazz, which means that she is literally just standing at the top of the wall and screaming. And then we get to the world beyond the wall. And it's a whole splash page. You know, honestly, it's less desolate than I thought it was going to be. It is, however, tremendously overgrown. I'm very excited. Like nature has reclaimed this city. And that's our to be continued, actually. That's right. When hologram technology falls into the, quote, wrong hands, nature will literally reclaim your city from you. Unless the nature is a hologram, too. Yeah, that's our last page, and confusingly enough, our Ash Can is actually issue one of this crossover. Just in case you're not an enfranchised reader of Gem and the Holograms, and you only read the Misfits. And there we go, that's Gem Infinite number two. I'm not going to go through that whole title again of what this is actually called. Gem and the Holograms, colon, the Misfits, colon, Infinite number one, colon, Gem Infinite part two. And that's, that's it, that's where we're going to stop. We've got two more issues coming out in August. We'll swap back to Gem and then back to the Misfits. We'll, of course, do these in order. And a little bit of news since it has, since Comic-Con has happened and the amount of content that comes out of Comic-Con is overwhelming and, and mind-numbing at this point. But the important thing is IDW has said what is coming out after Gem Infinite. And actually, Kelly Thompson is no longer going to be involved with the books. Oh. Yeah. Um. Apparently... Gem Infinite actually even ends a little differently because IDW didn't pick up the pitch that she did for what comes afterwards. So what we're going to switch to, and I forget the exact, I think it's like Gem Discover or, or something... The next iteration of Gem is going to be they're switching to a two-story-per-book format. Um, so we're going to have a whole bunch of smaller stories by different writers and artists. So we'll be seeing a lot more diversity in terms of storytellers and uh, creators. And we'll probably also be seeing a lot more self-contained stories as well. But that's not coming to, like, November. Also, uh, in case anyone was concerned, yes, we're aware that SoundCloud has about a month to live. Uh, we are looking into switching over to prop probably Podbean. But yeah, the Gem Jam will continue to exist. We're going to make sure that it stays like hosted and everything. There just may be some shuffling while we switch over to a new host. So the Gem Jam will continue to come out every Sunday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube. SoundCloud might be dying. Shh, it's fine. It's fine. Don't yeah, you can find us on Twitter and Tumblr. Uh, we are at the Gem Jam just about everywhere except on Twitter where we are at Gem Jam Cast. If you like what we do and you want to support us, a like, rating, review, subscribe, comment, wherever you find our podcast, as long as that hosting site is still existent, is always super nice, very helpful, helps our metrics, helps us get discovered by other people, um, especially on iTunes. Someday they'll let us actually see what that data looks like. Maybe. It's the holy grail they just keep dangling out of reach. If we're very good and we pick up all the lentils out of the ashes by the day of the ball we'll actually get to see what our metrics are if you want to support us with money you can do that patreon.com slash the gem jam is existent for a couple bucks a month you can support both this project as well as i will fight you as well as other projects that we will eventually get the technical difficulties worked out we're buying a new computer so that my current computer will stop making that noise yeah that's a hell of a noise it's like a dying banshee and wheezy what what part of my computer makes 
makes a wheezing noise. Join us next time for the Cross Time Caper Part 3, the Gem 1, Neogenic Nightmare Chapter 9. Crossovers are fun, you guys. Until next time, dear listeners, I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm back. Taco in your mouth? Yeah, I had a taco in my mouth. And this has been the Gem Jam, where we remind you, it's one small step for man, one giant leap for outrageous kind.